0: And it's great to have Emma Cochran uh, on the line. Uh, uh, Emma, a lot of uh, big stories gathering pace, but uh, uh, the big story this week is this nursing home story. And uh, what has happened is that uh, over the years, a number of people uh, seem to have to pay, who had medical cards, had to pay for private care, uh, and they should have got that care free. Now, the problem is that, The government seemed to have a policy of sort of hiding the truth away and then when people actually discovered that there were due compensation, that they forced uh, these cases, they they didn't want too many cases in case uh, there'd be too much money paid out. Now, it turns out that about 500 million was paid out in compensation. But uh, the big controversy now is that if... All the cases went to court, and they're not just 100% cut and dry, I believe, uh, because I was talking to Dennis Nocton about it, but I believe that if the cases were found, uh, there could be £7 in compensation to be paid. So another mess, uh, really, official dumb mess.
1: Yeah, um, it seems to me that if we were to peel back the surface of a lot of, what goes on in official them, we find an awful lot more messes, and I don't think it'll stop at 70 billion, never mind 7 billion.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, like the procedure for the Fair Deal Scheme, um, which is funded through the National Treatment Purchase Fund, um, is relatively straightforward. You know, um, there shouldn't be much in the line of complications. A lot of private nursing home providers will guide people through the process. Um, my understanding of it is. That you are liable to pay twenty percent of the value of your domestic home, let's say right. a private dwelling. Right, right. Um, which is clear, but not necessarily all at once. It's usually taken out of the estate when somebody passes, um, and then a pension contribution also from their. From the, what an individual would have as an entitlement to a pension and otherwise. Yeah. Now, what has happened with a number of nursing homes, as far as I can gather, um, and this is something that the NTPF are very um, are very good on. To be fair,
0: yeah, um, yeah.
1: where nursing homes private operators charge for items and services which should be provided under fair deal. But from my understanding here is that we have a situation arising where family members have remortgaged houses and taken out loans have. of money. Like, it, it's a remarkable situation to have developed at all. Yeah, um, and,
0: and the tra- Of course the big problem is that uh, an awful lot of the people who were affected are, have now passed away.
1: Yeah, and do you know do their estates, um, can their estates be settled without um, some form of court action.
0: Or, or, or can the court action continue? This is all up in a heap now, because can the yeah. court action continue? You know, can you sue somebody if you're dead? I don't know. Can somebody sue on your behalf if you're dead? This is all legal yeah, stuff. The,
1: yeah, the executor of the estate, as um, far as I know, should have standing to go into court and look to resolve it, and may even have an obligation as the executor of the estate, to do so, to ensure that the estate makes its way to a probate properly. Um, Now, of course, the issue here is, you know, have all these cases manifested out of the one mistake that was just repeated over and over, or are we dealing with a situation where a variety of different clerical uh, or administrative or, as you said yourself, official mistakes have led to lots of different uh, grounds on which people are due compensation. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's a legal minefield. It's, like, it's not doubtful. It is, and you know, it's a, it's a pity too because look, nearly always was NTPF and these these organisations have provisions in for what you know funding that they weren't expecting that to spend, but to know every year if there's a certain amount. But like, if we're talking about a bill of seven billion on one particular uh, mess up, yeah. well then you know we're
0: we're into the quagmire there. At yeah, that stage. Look, as, uh, another thing that uh, I wanted to talk to you about today, and something that you have an interest in, is uh, you know people are jumping up and down, everybody wanting to get houses built, offices built, uh, further development, blah blah blah. But you have been looking at the whole area of building costs, and it's gone through the roof.
1: It's contrary roof but to the point where I've started an exercise this week and I'm heading away for a few days uh, tomorrow evening and I'm going to uh, be the nerd, the nerd and the geek that I am and I'm right. going to spend a bit of time digging down into it like a, a cursory google of the building costs um, nearly gave me a cardiac arrest yeah, uh, yeah. on Saturday. When I discovered that the average cost of building a domestic house, residential property in Ireland has now reached um, to the point of two and a half thousand, up to two and a half thousand a square metre.
0: A square metre.
1: To put that per square metre. Wow. So if we put this into context, um, I did up a small little plan for a one bed. House, essentially, um, you right. know, open yeah. plan living, dining, toilet, uh, and a bedroom. And I passed it over to a builder and I says, right, that's a 60 square meter house. What yeah. do you reckon it'll run to? Um, and he said to me, for that one bedroom house, he said, you should be able to do it for about 80,000, which I said, Jesus, that seems all right.
0: Yeah.
1: But he said, with all the regulations, and Requirements that are now on and he says you'd be very lucky if it stopped at 150.
0: Right, and then and, and that's it, uh, excluding the site cost as well.
1: And that's excluding the site cost, yeah. That's excluding the site cost. That's if you happen to be lucky enough to have a site, that's what it will cost to put the house on the site. A one of which now would
0: be a very, very modest uh, house, and it certainly wouldn't be for a family.
1: No, it's um, I, I specifically said okay, let's look at where the real pinch points are here. And the pinch points are young people trying to get on the property ladder, trying to get accommodation, even if it's rented accommodation. Um, and, you know, the, the the particular style that I was uh, trying to do the analysis on was, you know, gauged towards one and two bedroom, um, small starter homes, it's all intents and purposes, um, like my grandparents, and I'm sure you and your parents. and Yes, going to absolutely. Yeah. Smaller homes, oh, very on if you're lucky enough to buy it, or not, if not, sell on and up, uh, uh, size up as you go along. But for love lot money, can I figure out how we're getting to 150000 to build that one-bedroom house? When I consider, when I've taken the context, okay, but now in your foundation, your raft, concrete blocks that are required run you know, depending yeah, yeah. on where you buy them and anywhere yeah. from 60, 70 cent a block to 150 170 yeah. a block Like, I just can't get to the number um, and but that is what it's costing at the minute. It's unbe- it's unbelievable
0: so, really, yeah and uh, of course we need as somebody was saying last week, we need to build somewhere between 50 and 60,000 houses a year to try and match up with the demand uh, that's there at the minute
1: yeah, and, you know, we have to, like, you know, we give out our politicians a lot um, as a peop- as a society, as a country, but, you know, we really do have to take some of the people on the mild-to-extreme left to task, particularly in Dublin, where politicians are crying out for houses to be built and think it's going to be the magic wave of a wand um, that these houses are going to run. And yet, I think I've seen some politicians objecting to up to two and a half House houses uh, that's right, extreme, and yeah. I think
0: uh, they're ver- at the very uh, uh, top of a, p- a, particularly, a particular political party.
1: Yeah, um, you know, like you have it in Labour and Sinn Fein, um, the activists that are crying out for are the very biggest NIMBYs in the country, from what I can see. Um, I think you would be hard pushed to find a rural TV who has objected to a housing development in their area. Now, I'm sure if you dig enough, you'll find them, but they're few and far between. Um, If anything, you have uh, royalties going into county councils, hammering desks and fighting to get a house built, never mind objecting to building houses. And I think I saw there yesterday or over the weekend one particular development uh, in Dublin. It was going to be mid-rise, not high-rise, but I think it was 1,600 units were in the development. That's right. And it was turned down by the High Court despite um, having made its way through and, board and all that. Like, you know, we we can't have it both ways. We can't, we can't no. You're right, Jack. Where, yeah. where we want houses. And we're sort of, at this point now, we're saying that, um, I think, Daryl O'Brien, the housing minister, uh, has indicated that they're going to essentially backstop the cost of building of up to 70,000 uh, housing units, apartments and houses that have already have their planning permission in place over the next number of years. Um, yes, with all the land and all the development, we're still tied to this old notion of, ah, you couldn't be building that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: When I talked to everyone in Dublin, and I spent a day in Dublin today, and everyone says the same thing, young and old, sure, what more do you want than a bed to put your head down in?
0: Yeah. And that
1: you know is affordable and yeah. can, you know, you can entertain That's it. and it really is absolutely disgraceful to think that you have politicians. And you know, the policy government policy hindering the building of houses at a time when developers are chomping at the bit to start building. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Alright uh, Ms. fair play to you uh, and thanks Amelia, for, for that uh, it's something that we will return to but uh, uh, we'll let you back uh, to your journey there and thank you very much for your time this evening and uh, we'll talk to you next week and thank you. Thank you
1: Shane.